hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namard. Our goal is to uplift voices everywhere by empowering women and youth and by building a better global community. The I'm Speaking podcast is inspired by the Edge Charitable Foundation. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect that of the benefactors or sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. Today's topic in honor of Women's History Month is who's your favorite female activist? So, Mercy, who's your favorite female activist? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Other than ourselves, obviously. (laughs) Hello, obviously. So, my goodness. Okay, so I'm glad you asked because there are so many, so, so, so many, right? So, I'm going to kind of throw the list of some of my favorite, but when it's my favorite, favorite, I'll let you know. Okay. So here's just a list. I know you have your own list, but this is my list. Okay. So, um, okay. Top of my list. I put her there because she's my absolute favorite, but Jane Fonda. Mm. I mean, to me, she's just like an all-time badass. She is a badass. Been controversial. I know she's done some things she later regret it. However, she does everything with passion and she just wants to you know, help the underdog, like help those that really need it. And she just will not take no for an answer. So most of these women are along those lines, but she's like my favorite. So Jane Fonda, Ruth Bader, um, help me out here. Ginsburg. I can never say her last name right. Okay. So the notorious RBG. RBG, much better. Right, so Jane Fonda, RBG, Rosa Parks, Malala, Gloria Steinman, Maya Angelou, she's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, Maya. Love her, love her, love her. Oprah, mm. hello, another yep. favorite. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Sandberg, who actually wrote the book Lean In, which I absolutely love. Eh. I love it. Okay, okay go ahead. Uh, Madonna, <laughs> but that's just showing my yes. age. Yes. Yeah, she's a bad bitch too. So okay, uh-huh. I didn't say that, but yeah. Angelina Jolie, you have oh. a girl crush on her. You yes. always have. Uh-huh. Big activist. Uh. Beyonce. Uh. I gotta love Beyonce. Michelle Obama, another one of my top, top favorites. I love everything she does and how she carries herself about everything she does. And then uh more recently added to the list, Meghan Markle. Yes. So that is um a list of my favorite ladies that are there um you know I'd be somewhere if I had to I'm like torn between Maya um Jane Fonda Oprah Michelle all of them have been like an inspiration I think it's a combination of all those women and reading all their stories and following them through time and um just learning about them so, so a little bit about every woman, right? Because mm-hmm. we were just talking about that in our last podcast, how we get so much from different women and we give so much of us to different women. Yeah. So a little bit of all of those. Tell me who's your favorite. Okay. Well, it's so funny because you listed a couple on there. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't think of that person. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you know, I didn't make a little noise when you, when you mentioned um, what's your face from Lean In because I have issues because, you know, Cheryl. I, uh, Cheryl, yeah, I feel like her book comes from a place of privilege, but I regress. 
I'm speaking up, but I regress. <laughs> she has opened up doors and, mm -hmm. and pathways for women. So mm -hmm. you got to so, go that. Uh, but my my favorite, so I do love Angelina Jolie, and you just reminded me of her. I didn't even think of her before. Yeah. And I even read her book way back when, when she was traveling to, to Africa. Mm -hmm. She was doing all those programs with the UN. And I loved her. And I, I wanted I wanted to like, I wanted to dress like her and I wanted to like do what she was doing, you know? And I had, there was a moment in time where I was watching all her movies. I, I wasn't obsessed for everybody listening. I was not upset. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know, you kind of were a little bit. <laughs> you had a girl crush on I, said, I didn't dress as Madonna, okay. <laughs> I did, so many times I'd still do it. <laughs> See? That's truly showing our time. Even today, I was listening to a video on Instagram. Somebody had shared of her speaking up at a, an awards um, show about being strong women and supporting each other. So it's ironic that you're mentioning her because I literally watched the video. Um, but she's amazing and she's a trailblazer for women in the industry. Um, so my favorites that I had listed were, uh, and, and I do want to say this, but a lot, of, a lot of the women that were on that list too are not listed as activists. But because they're so passionate about social topics and things that they're doing in their industry, they become activists. Right. And a lot of us in our work become activists because of the issues that we're working on, we're dealing in, we're fight, fighting for. Um, so even though they might not be, might not be titled activists, they right. are activists. And we're, that was not the original intention. That is actually what happened. I think a lot of that, if we look at, at today's girls, right, I, we would find like Demi Lovato yes. and Taylor Swift. Um, it just, there's just so Amanda Gorman right now. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that wasn't the original intention, but they found ways of opening doors and, and ways of voicing their opinions and, and speaking their truth. Yes. 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 And being brave enough to do it because mm -hmm. it takes a brave woman to do it and, and they have done it. Exactly. Exactly. So my, my favorites are Ava DuVernay. Uh, she's a filmmaker. And for all of, all of you who have not watched her film, she's done Selma, the 13th, uh, which is about incarcerated Black men mm -hmm. uh, when they see us. Um, and all her work, <clears throat> all her activism is done through her films. A lot of these topics are about um, African-American history and uh, what Black people have to deal with in the United States. And if you haven't watched the 13th yet, I don't know if it's still free on YouTube, but it's just an amazing, amazing movie about incarceration <clears throat> and how, how incarceration is linked to slavery. Uh, and it's a very powerful film. So yeah, if you have a chance, go to YouTube and check it out. Um, Shonda Rhimes. So Shonda, oh, I love her. I admire her so much. I kind of like feel like a little fangirl whenever I hear she's working on something. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch it. You know it's gonna be good. <laughs> I actually read her book, and that's where I became a fan. And you, Mercy, if you haven't read it, you need to read it. It's called I read, I read. Year of Yes. Yeah. And maybe the queen, maybe we should do that for the Queen Bees. That would be such I a love book to read. That. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love it. I love when ideas just spark out of clues, right? They're not intentional. Switch it up from all the mysteries and love stories. We could wear it year. Yes. And she talks about her, her story growing up, um, moving through the industry and growing up, being overweight, being a woman, being a Black woman, being a single mom, 
all these things that she's gone through. Um, and it's just so her, her story is so empowering. But you know, you know her from things like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, most recently Bridgerton. <laughs> and she always mixes things up, you know, and I love how she portrays her characters. Um, and in her in her films and or her TV shows, it's not exactly activism through her stories. I mean, you might think that through Bridgerton, um, also all although people do criticize the format of it. Um, with the mix of um, ethnicities within the, the show itself, but I won't get into that now. Now that's a different show. <laughs> but but she's an activist for women, and um, I I saying that you know through her work and through what she's written in her book, yeah. The Year of Yes. And you have to read it. You have to. Have to read it. I read it. I loved it. I loved it. But she's definitely a trailblazer. Yes. Yes. Um, and then Jane Goodall, and I take this back to my just being little and. Um, so, uh, when I was really young, my mom worked in a health center and her boss was an animal activist. I think she was, um, I'm not, I'm not sure if she was into, she was part of PETA, but she was, uh, she was all about protecting animal rights in terms of testing, you know, makeup and all the chemicals they were using animals for, uh, specifically, mon yeah, specifically monkeys. And I used to, I used to sit and cry and look at pictures like that. My mom had told me about it. I had met her, her boss, and I sit and used to cry and cry just looking at these pictures of these monkeys being tortured. And I remember um, hearing about Jane Goodall later on and thinking like, oh, you know, I want to be like her. I want to, I want to, I want to help animals. I want to protect them. I want to do conservation. And then, you know, and of course I had teachers later on that reflected that same thing they were into conservation as well but she was the first activist I ever like was like oh man I want to be like her mm -hmm. and she wasn't being an activist to be an activist I mean she's a foremost expert on chimpanzees um, but she through her work she humanized these animals which needed to be done um, she gave chimpanzees names instead of numbers she equated them to um, the growing stages of human beings, like being um, an adolescent or an right. adult male, things like that, instead of numbers. Um, so she really humanized chimpanzees. And uh, through her work, you know, we discovered how closely related we were to these animals. Um, so I, and, and of course, she's widely admired throughout the world. Even one of our friends, Dr. Maria Mayor, she's a primatologist. Mm. She's known as a yeah. young Jane Goodall. So I remember even meeting her, uh, our first meeting with Maria, and I was Dr. Dr. Mayor, Maria Mayor. <laughs> and thinking, oh my God, like, wow, you're doing what Jane Goodall is doing, you know? So I really admire that type of work. Women who like step out of their boundaries, step out of their comfort zones, and they're really like in the field and doing things. And, um, and it's also like a fantasy of mine to like be that adventurous and go out into the wild. <laughs> See me in the woods. <laughs> in the cuts you know try to protect the animals like I've always like fantasized about that stuff but yeah Jane Goodall yeah and yeah that, those are yeah they they just changed how we see things and how we view things it's yeah it's impressive yeah and it's important to have people like that to look up to there's so many people even our age who are older than us who are younger than us you think about Greta um, Thunberg I hope I'm saying her last name right, um, who is the environmental activist from, from Europe and all the work she's done. Jane Fonda is a conservation activist. 
yeah. as well. Um, and she has an organization, I think it's called Friday's Futures, um, where they every Friday they go out and they do the work. You know, they're on the ground, they're doing the work. And there's another word to it. it there's another word to it. It's there's it's like three Fs. Um, so Friday, Fridays. You want to look it up? Or let's I, I listened to a podcast on it. You had mentioned to me extremely interesting. She just won an award. Jane Fonda, uh, I have to make a correction. We just, as you saw, we just did a research alive. It's, it's Fire Drill Friday. Yeah, Fire Drill Fridays. It's not Friday's Futures. Uh, I said that completely wrong. But Fire Drill Fridays was through, for, was for, is for conservation. Correct. And they have a website, which is called exactlythat.com. So it's, a, it's firedrillfridays.com, not exactlythat.com. <laughs> But she's been she's been an activist. I remember seeing photos and um, just you know live video of her being up on stage, um, even when she was doing um, work for the military, when she was traveling around entertaining the military. You know, she yeah, so she was um, back when Vietnam War was going on. Mm -hmm. She was actually with a group of other actors, um, and they were anti-war. Yeah, anti anti-war, right? So. Mm -hmm she would I think her biggest issue at the time was that she was anti-military and so that was frowned upon because I think she was portrayed as I think she might have been portrayed as anti-military because I just recently saw an interview with her on Stephen Colbert and she was at the military bases entertaining them and there were even she said even military personnel were supportive of her because a lot of people oppose the war, even some of the military personnel, so. And rightly so, mm -hmm. and rightly so. So she had the courage to do, you know, to voice her opinion. Um, I watched her through films a, a whole lifetime because I just loved her as an actress. Um, and she took a break. I, I believe she took a five-year break mm -hmm. to, to put her book together, her memoir together. And then came back, and she came back to the scene, to the movie, uh, to the movies, with uh, Monster in Law. Oh yes, and with uh, Jennifer. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, was it yeah. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, okay. Jennifer I was gonna say Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> but yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, and that's when she came back, and then she did a couple of smaller movies, and then ended up doing the Frankie and Grace uh, show. Yeah, it was really outside of the box, right? So. Mm -hmm very forward thinking and just outspoken. And I just, I don't know, there's just something about her. Every time I see her, I'm so inspired by the woman that she is and by the courage that she has um, and what she stands for, where sometimes it's against what everybody else thinks. And, and you know, she's huh. looked down upon because of it, but she still stands strong. And, and here she is, you know, she's, I believe 84 now. Wow looking fabulous and still so strong and she also reminds me oh, there's so many of them it, she reminds me because I'm thinking actresses right of Audrey Hepburn um, who was this beautiful incredible woman and yeah. just completely gave up everything she had to go and help children around the world mm. and to fight for them and to fight for their rights um, and to physically be there to beat them and put her money there um, Madonna, who was, you know, 
did the same thing and even ended up adopting and there's just so many amazing women but donna has this one quote i always think of any press it's good press oh absolutely (laughs) that was back in the 80s when they were she had like a virgin yep um yeah but yeah she was controversial but hey she got their attention and when you have their attention that's when you make a big Mm-hmm. Uh, when you can make a big impact in speaking and so all these women have and in different ways they've all made it easier for us and we're talking about all these women right they're activists and they're trailblazers and they're strong and courageous and incredible um and it makes me think about how sad that we've taken some steps back during 2020 as women yeah. right like here we had moved so far forward and then 2020 came about. And of course, this might be just a topic for another day. Yeah. It's its own massive topic. But my goodness, we've taken some steps back because uh, during all these COVID times and everybody being at home, Mm. um, when for the majority, right? When dad works, dad's working. But when mom's work, working, mom has to be working and cooking and cleaning Mm -hmm. and answering to the kids and... I don't know if I ever told you the story, but I was driving one time in our minivan with the three girls going to Tennessee. And I had just had it, I was so tired. And it's just, you know, they just kept taking and taking and taking. And I was done. And as I was in the passenger seat, you know, Billy was driving. Yeah. And I'm just looking out the window and I have my eyes closed and they're all, you know, bickering in the back, all the girls. And I hear this mom 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 constantly i mean i even had a ringtone that the first part of my phone which was from uh, from family guy yeah so the girls are going mom 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 and so billy that's mom sleeping and stop and like the mom mom he said what do you want her for what do you need so badly that you want to withdraw we need her to change the radio station Think about that. <laughs> yep. And Billy couldn't do that. And Billy, right? So it's it's incredible how much how much is pulled from a woman in mm-hmm. so many different directions. Because some way, somehow, when there's a pet, that's mom's responsibility. Yeah. Who's gonna make breakfast? Where are the lost keys? Who can you find my outfit? Can you can you help me with my hair? Um. The you know the the laundry my clothes is dirty how am i supposed to go to school tomorrow where's my uniform like it just goes on i could give you hours on this yeah absolutely but yeah if you're listening today and you are inspired or you have your own activists that you look up to definitely mention it in the comments or you know share it with us dm us tag us um and don't forget to like share follow subscribe i had to think there for a second all the good things and what else mercy and please do follow us on the edgehelps.com it's our organization we started back in 2007 it helps children around the world it empowers women and it helps youth with leadership skills so it's all super great stuff it's all about the kids and we would love for you to follow us on social media at the edge helps thank, thank you everybody have an awesome week thank you this is the i'm speaking podcast with mercy and Priya. Have Bye a great everybody. week, everybody.